Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is the end of Transformers Prime. It is our series wrap-up. Yeah, it's the end of a very, very good series. Very uh, good series. If you, if you listen to the show, you know the deal. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, Paul, who was your favorite Autobot? Uh, it's... Still ratchet, but uh, Wheeljack, ah. Wheeljack came this close. Like there's so much character development in this season with there's a lot, a lot of the Autobots. Like Wheeljack is one of them. Ultra Magnus is definitely another one, and and their relationship. But I still had to go with Ratchet. Like I. I've said it so many times. I just love the doctor character. He was a good character. He did. He had a lot of great moments in season three, a couple in season two. I, because this is a series wrap up and not a season three wrap up. My answers are a little skewed. He might have, he was being the running for my favorite Autobot of season three, but my favorite Autobot of the series was RC. Still RC. She's the workhorse of the whole team. Like she, talk about character development. Jesus Christ, the thing she's gone through. Um, And I've never said it before, but the voice actor who who voices RC is uh, Suma Lee Montano. Yeah. Uh, who does mostly video games and, and a few cartoons, but she fucking crushed it the whole way through. Oh, it's awesome character. And, and a lot of the time she is shown as the one that is always level-headed. Yes. Like, it's not until that scene in, in the movie near the end of it where she's like, how many times do we need to keep doing this? How long do we need to keep fighting this fight? Like, when will it end? But up until then... It seems like nothing can can break this girl. Exactly. And that character development of her being a hard ass just made that moment of weakness all the more powerful. Uh, all right. Who's your least favorite Autobot, Paul? Uh, and I really, really, really need to stress this is least favorite because these guys have come a long way, all of them. And it's still Bumblebee. Uh, if I had to give a, a series answer, it's Bumblebee. If, for again for the same reasons the beep 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 didn't really get that his new voice eh, it was all right i don't think but it, now he can talk paul don't you love his new voice no, i don't wow. think it annoyed me as much as it did you but, uh, <laughs> he was all right and how he kind of stepped up to kind of be the leader near the end that was all right but if i had to pick a season three and i can't believe i'm saying this least favorite autobot it would be optimus i can't believe i said that but i can understand that he's they wrote him out for a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like whether they couldn't get Peter Collin in to do the voice, didn't want to pay. Ding, his, ding, ding. Because I'm, I'm sure definitely, you know, that guy doesn't work for chump change. It's, yeah, it's Peter fucking Cullen. So what about you? Who is your least favorite Autobot, John? Cue the music. <laughs> Here we go. The reason I chose Smokescreen as my least favorite Autobot in this episode of a podcast with an episode of a podcast was for all the reasons I've mentioned in previous episodes. He's Cheetor version 4.0, he's a big game talker and never really delivers, and his special power isn't even smoke related. It's not even smoke adjacent. He should have been Mirage, and that's another episode of a podcast within the episode of a podcast, Smokescreen Stucks Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh, just uh, picking up on, on Smokescreen, like you say, he should have been Mirage. I also thought he could have just as easily have been sideswiped, as could have Wheeljack have been. Like, an Autobot warrior who's, like, uh, from the smokescreen angle, he's, like, everything's a joke to him, just like Sideswipe was in G1, and Michael Bell is still fucking alive, but uh, to do the voice, or with Wheeljack, okay, he's not about warrior, he's kind of like the Sideswipe in the Michael Bay movies, he's like, he's an actual warrior, right? But no, they went with Wheeljack and Smokescreen for reasons I don't understand. Who was your favorite Decepticon, Paul? Oh, man, it's... 
still Megatron. Like, although Knockout came even closer than last time, if you, we can even still consider him a Decepticon, but uh, yes, still Megatron. Like, it, it, it is an awesome Megatron. Mm-hmm. He's gen- uh, up until the very last second. He's completely evil megalomania Megatron that we all know and love or love to hate. And it's Frank Welker doing the voice. Like there's, there's nothing to, to complain about with this Megatron. I, I agree with you 50%. I had a tie. It was Megatron and Soundwave. Ah. Uh, all the things you said about Megatron were cool. He was awesome. He was still Megatron, hints of Cyclonus or, or uh, Galvatron. Like there was the megalomania there, but he still always had a plan. He thought things through. He was really good. But Soundwave, my entire, the entirety of my notes on Soundwave were, he's just so cool. And he <laughs> was. He's just cool. He's, um, oh, who's the guy who wore all black in G.I. Joe? Snake, Snake eyes. Snake yeah, eyes? and he never talked. Yeah, he's, he's Snake Eyes, except he also has ground bridges. He's just too cool. Uh, least favorite Decepticon, Paul? Uh, definitely Arachnid, if oh, she really? even counts. I just n- did not care for that character. I just don't get that character archetype i get it that it's a thing everybody likes the sexy bad girl but it's like uh, anyway if she even counts but uh and again if predaking doesn't count then i'd still have to <laughs> sorry go with Soundwave again oh, like, really? he was just a, a one-trick pony by the end of it mm-hmm. like with this ground bridge thing and and the human kids outsmarted him at his own game so okay like, yes that was a that was a low point for him it, it was interesting that they fought him with his, you know, they fought fire with fire. I, I understand where you're coming from. Again, he, it's definitely least favorite. It's not yeah, like oh I yeah, dislike Soundwave. He's an awesome character, but uh, the other guy, well, maybe I'd put Starscream below Soundwave now that I think oh, about Jesus, it. Jesus, why don't you know. just drive a dagger into my fucking heart? <laughs> Okay, uh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll change it up here. My least favorite was, uh, I'm actually ripping you off from the last wrap-up we did, Paul. My least favorite is the Insecticons in general. Oh, Especially yeah, into season three, they just, they become fucking stormtroopers. Pretty much. And and they can't make up their minds. Like, how strong are these guys? If you exactly. shoot them in the air, they just die. Like those things in Resident Evil 4. Or, but if they're on the ground and they come at you, look the fuck out, right? Like, you're, you're in for a battle. Yeah, yeah. It's, eh, they're, whatever. Um, they, they, it feels like somebody just had to write them out and that was the best thing they could come up with. And then someone said, oh, what about Arachnid? Let's do yeah. you know, vampires. All right. Uh, favorite human, Paul? Uh, I think we're, we're definitely going to agree here. I'm sure. Miko by far. Like this kid is just something else. Like, especially like when she gets the apex armor and just starts fucking taking it to the Decepticons and and uh, the scene at the end when Bulkhead is leaving and mm. she like curls up inside his wheel well and she's crying and he then she like hugs his finger and like man that was that was a hard scene to kind of watch I it guess was. Like, it was it was really really touching so at, earlier in this episode I said there were some choices I had that were or maybe I said this before I don't remember anyway if it was the season three wrap-up a hundred percent I'd give it to Miko 100% I'd give it to Miko because this is the series wrap up and I thought long and hard about this I put way too much thought into this I had to go with Fowler oh yeah <laughs> the more I thought about it he's like he's always he's always solid the guy can handle himself like in uh, you know martial combat he knows how to fly everything he's borderline invincible drop my pen yes. borderline invincible but 
he was always like in second or third place for me every season of favorite human. But it was, you know, he, Jack one season and Miko another. Yeah. He was never my favorite human, but he was always among my favorite characters. So that's that's why I went with Fowler. He was much like RC. He was a workhorse. I liked him. He didn't fuck around. But if it was just season three, go to Miko. Well, the one thing with Fowler, though, he never got to say, tell him about the Twinkie. He did. I I, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. We wanted him to say, tell him about the Twinkie. Never said, tell him about the Twinkie. Yeah. Man. Um, all right. Uh, who's your least favorite human? Oh, still Raph, because the writers pretty much forgot about him in season three. And uh, he just never really went anywhere. Well, he kind of went from being Bumblebee's partner to Ratchet's with no real explanation for that. And if they had to just put him on one path, the whole way, especially with Ratchet, probably would have been a much more interesting character because it would explain like how he learns how to understand Bumblebee. Like maybe Ratchet teaches him or he, it explains how he learns to read Cybertronian and it says, oh, yeah, Ratchet's been teaching me when he had time. But yeah, you, you could actually see, you know, Ratchet showing him this stuff like, yeah, this just means this. And, and not to be too G1 uh, adjacent, but be, if they had have teamed Raph up with Ratchet and put Raph in a wheelchair like Chip Chase was, yeah. Ratchet's an emergency vehicle, the wheelchair, they're both the techies, neither of them are big fighters. It would have been a great relationship. I, I think that they, you know, the writers or the producers more likely were just like, kids like Bumblebees, put the little kid with Bumblebee and sell this shit. Go! Pretty much. Anyway, uh, if... If we had to choose a main cast member, uh, mine would be Raph, but we I don't have to because this is our show and we make the rules, so I chose <laughs> Fonts the Dance. <laughs> Total cop-out, but I don't care. Yeah, that guy was just so unnecessary. If he was real, my only opinion of him would be that guy is breathing air that I could breathe. Yeah, if you're willing to throw a hamburger that you paid for at somebody else's car when it's just going to hit the window, like, that's not, yeah, you're an idiot. All right. What was your favorite Prime episode out of the whole series, Paul? What was your favorite episode? Oh, man, I'm totally drawing a blank on this one. I just could not pick one. There are many, many episodes of this show that are solid 10 out of 10s. Like this isn't Beast Wars where everything is somewhere between four and eight with a rare nine once in a while, Dakota Hero. Like this show is really fucking well done. Like they knock it out of the park more than they don't. Very true. So, oh, so was that your answer? You yeah. really don't have one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I thought about this for a while. I, I came up with toxicity. Oh, that um, was a good one. It was, it resolved all the stuff because there was those three episodes before, Tunnel Vision, Triangulation, and Triage, where it well, there was no to be continued bumper or title card. It was always just, they were happening at the same time. Yeah. It, from it, a different it, point of view. Yeah. It wrapped those up. It was so tightly written that accounted for all the other stories and when they were happening. And it had some really great character moments between Fowler and Bulkhead. It, it, it allowed them to evolve their relationship and their personalities. Love that episode. Yeah. They stopped making fun of each other and the respect starts to build there. Yeah. That was where we got two I could wreck with the best of them. Yeah. All right, Paul. Uh, least favorite prime episode. Grail. Because it was yeah, just- Yeah, there we go. We finally agreed on something. clip show that didn't need to happen. Like, it could have been 30 seconds long. It-, it if it even needed to exist at all, like you could have taken it completely out and nothing would have changed. Exactly. To, to paraphrase Eddie Murphy in Harlem Nights, it was a big, fat, nasty, greasy, fat, stank, bloated, cheesy back 12 <laughs> sandwich eaten episode. Okay. Also, dear listener, go watch Harlem Nights if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. 
Uh, okay, Paul, let's be a little egotistical here. Uh, sprain our arms by patting ourselves in the back. What, out of all of the TFMPS Prime episodes, which was your favorite? If I had to pick just one, I think I would have to go back to season one for crisscross. Hey, me too. The, the one, the one where Lou builds the fucking like banana where he fills up, putting him out of the way. Like, but to kind of cheat a bit though, I would say my real answer is just kind of the overarching uh, background story we did for season two, just where it got so fucking ridiculous. And you and I were thinking, how do we dig our way out of this? Yeah. And just the commercials that we did and everything else. I think we had a lot of fun doing that. So uh, we had a lot uh, of fun. I had to pick one crisscross, but if not, just the overarching bit of, of season two. We had a lot of fun. My, we spent a lot of time like just writing stuff and recording. There were a lot of takes for that garbage. Um, <laughs> Uh, mine was crisscross as well. Uh, a lot of the stuff you said, it, like we were into the story. Like it was mm. a good episode and we were both into the whole dynamic with June and her and uh, Jack's, you know, vulnerability with his mum being captured. Uh, solid episode of Prime. We were into the story. There's that, like you said, great three beat with Lou and the the crisscross sting, that gag. <laughs> yes. I've listened to that episode a couple times and it's gotten me like all two, three times. It's just. It <laughs> They'll be fun. totally crossed out. Ah, <laughs> it's like uh, all right, so there you go. There's the end of Prime. Uh, I don't know, Paul. I, we, I think we said it in the movie episode, Predacons Rising. This this could be the, the peak of Transformers we watched. There's a very real possibility that everything will be worse from here on out. It's definitely the peak so far, whether or not they set the bar higher. But man, this, this show is fucking awesome. If you have not watched Transformers Prime, Go watch it. Find it somewhere and, and watch it. Although if you're not watching Transformers Prime, if you haven't seen it and you have made it this far in the podcast, what are you doing with your life? I think one listener posted on uh, on Podbean that they can't watch the, the episodes, so they listen to us instead. It's like, okay. Well, if you can't watch episodes, I don't know if everybody who's listening to this is aware of Tubi.tv. T-U-B-I.tv. Uh, you can subscribe to it or you can just watch for free. There are commercials, but they have like pretty much i think every transformers series yeah, there's a lot so of that. if you can access 2b tv from where you're from and if you can't get a vpn <laughs> i know it's available in canada uh but um yeah it, that's that's where paul and i watch most of our stuff and also i guess we're gonna take a bit of a break now yeah just a little bit of a break wouldn't be too terribly long no so we're we're gonna take the rest of march off we're gonna come back april 1st paul and every once in a while we just like a little bit of a break from this we'll keep banging out some cybertron saturdays for y'all uh and i don't should we do we tell them like we know what series we're doing next i think do yeah we, tell we know but should we tell them i, I don't know if it's, there's, there's always the fun reveal yeah, there's that. It's GoBots! You're gonna do GoBots! Just tell the people you're gonna do GoBots! God, it's always with theatrics and you guys. Oh, we're gonna do another Twitter poll. Choose option one, choose option two. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be GoBots. Yeah, we're it's doing GoBots. It's gonna bots. be GoBots. All right, uh, find us on uh, Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at pmcpherson1. Yep, make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next time, which will be GoBots, keep on transforming. See you later.
Michael Bell is still fucking alive. 